a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. Great to be with you, as always. Hope you're having a fantastic day out there. Thought we'd round out the day uh, with a, a little focus on uh, the season and where our uh, attention naturally goes. And of all the, the things that we look for uh, as we look at opportunities to, to make a difference, to me that is the, the ultimate test of humanity is what do you do when you can make a difference? Do you take advantage of that opportunity? Do you take advantage of the freedoms that we have in this country or not? And that's always the test. Uh, what do you do with what you have? And whether that's your liberty, whether that's your free speech, uh, whether that's your relationship with a, a spouse, partner, friend, colleague, uh, what do you do? And I learned a, uh, an interesting lesson. I think one of the, the gifts of this time of year uh, is the gift of compassion in that we do tend to uh, look out a little bit more than we normally do in our hustle and bustle of daily living. And compassion seems to go up a little bit uh, during the Christmas and holiday season. And I, I think that's an important gift. Uh, I think it's an important principle, the principle of compassion. Uh, it's something that I think is deeply American, not exclusive to Americans by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think Americans understand compassion in a unique way. Uh, always the first on the ground uh, to help in a natural disaster. You know, always there to to make a difference for, for those in need. And I had an experience a couple of years ago that really sort of drove what this is, what it means, what it feels like when we actually set aside uh, what we're worrying about for ourselves and look out a little bit and actually feel compassion because I don't think it's quite what we think it is. So uh, this was long years ago. Uh, I had been in uh, Palm Springs. I was giving a speech there. And I, I jumped on a, a very small plane uh, from Palm Springs to come back here to Salt Lake City, and I took my seat in my standard exit row. And I have to admit, I was a little bit grumpy. I tend to get grumpy at the end of trips. And there were a lot of people getting on board, and they had all had just the time of their lives. They'd had these relaxing weekends, spa treatment, rounds of golf, restaurants, the whole thing. And, of course, I had been stuck in a meeting room for two straight days. Uh, facilitating a strategy session for some executives. And so it seemed to me that I was the only person on the entire plane who had to work through the weekend, and everyone else was just having fun. Uh, but I was uh, a little exhausted, a little tired, and I was hoping just to retreat into the pages of a good book uh, as we were getting ready to take off. But I, I noticed just as we were taxiing out there on the runway, there was a, a woman sitting in front of me, and uh, she was not having a good day. She was crying. Uh, she was having a hard time kind of keeping it all together. And I will confess, um, I tried to ignore her for a while. I stared out the window. I tried to focus on my book. I tried to escape in thought. I put my headphones on. Uh, and then there was this moment. There was this moment of compassion 
Uh, it's a moment that I can still see and feel clearly today. I had this incredible, overpowering feeling of compassion, uh, like I'd never felt it before. And it was as if I could just feel the heaviness of this woman's burden. I could, I could just feel the sting of the loss that she had experienced. I, I understood the the cloud of confusion that she was. Uh, her racing thoughts were kind of cruising through, and and I could hear as clearly as I've heard anything this haunting echo of her silent pleadings for help. And as I sat there and felt that I could, I could sense her sorrow. I had this compassion that I had never felt. When we got up in the air at one point, uh, this woman got up and went to the back of the plane to the restroom. And I kind of turned towards the window to continue to try to block it all out. Uh, But then I, I felt this nudge of compassion and I, I pulled out a sheet of paper and just started to write a quick note. And it was as though my my pen was on autopilot. Uh, and I wrote something like this, uh, as I remember. I said, I, I know sometimes a good cry on a bad airplane can be a good thing. And at other times it can be really isolating and cause sadness and despair. And then I wrote to her, if talking would help, I did tell the flight attendant I was willing to help all passengers in the event of emergency because I was sitting in the exit row, as I usually do. And then I concluded that if talking is not what you need today, uh, then my prayer for you is really simple, that in the quiet of today, you can recognize the greatness of your spirit, the grandness of your soul, that your hopes will rise on the wings of possibility. And may you realize that even up here, you are not alone. And then I just signed it, all the best, a fellow traveler. I folded the note and I handed it to her as she walked back to her seat. And then I went back to my reading. Shortly before we landed, we stood up and she handed me a little note back. It was a thank you. Uh, And it was really simple that someone had noticed. And then as we Got off the plane. She was off into the masses of people at the Salt Lake International Airport, and she was gone. And so it was just a small little encounter, uh, but it really changed how I see compassion in the world today, that this compassion is is something that we're, we're desperately lacking in so many ways. One of the fascinating things was as I walked out of the airport that day, uh, I found I, I had a little more spring in my step than when I got on the plane. I was a little less worried about my own problems and challenges and fatigue. And I found myself not looking down at my shoes, as I often do walking down the airport. Uh, but I, sound, I found myself looking up and looking into the eyes of the people that I passed by and started to feel a little compassion for some of those other fellow travelers uh, out there uh, as they made their way through. And, you know, I'm convinced, I'm really convinced that true joy, true happiness is always found when we compassionately connect with other people. And this little experience I had at 30,000 feet, two quick notes, a simple thank you, made all the difference. And it showed me what compassion can actually do. Imagine if we did that. 
Imagine if we really showed true compassion for our fellow travelers. And whether that's at the airport, whether that's walking down our neighborhoods, uh, whether that's people that we don't yet know or don't quite understand, if we just took the time to, to have a little compassion, to try to sense, not just to try to figure out where they're coming from or what they're thinking, but to get a sense of who they are. Uh, that's a game changer. And in the speed and pace of our world today, it's often tough to do. Hard to do in a in noisy environment. Hard to do on social media where there's this constant instant certainty about who someone is or what they represent or what their point of view might tell you about them as a person or what's going on in their head or in their heart. And all of those are big challenges. So there's there's this real renewing power in compassion. And for me, compassion is the essence of what makes Christmas Christmas. Along with all the other holidays that are celebrated at this time of year, it's compassion. Compassion is the essence of it all. And when we actually deploy that principle of compassion, uh, it really does change everything. And you think of all the good that is done and all the good that can be done. Uh, Our job is to do it. And so whether that's being part of a humanitarian effort, whether that's helping a neighbor in need, whether that's sending a text or making a call to someone you might think might need a little lift today, uh, there's nothing greater we could have during this season season than uh, the gift of a little more compassion and understanding for one another. And again, not just a surface view of, let me do a quick assessment of you and then tell you what you need and then we'll give it to you and you can move on and I can go back to work or back to play. Uh, it's a deep compassion. It's understanding the essence of people. It's being able to feel, to be able to feel that loneliness, feel that sickness, feel that sadness, feel that being, that feeling of being misunderstood. All of those things will drive us towards understanding people better will make our community stronger, and will make our nation greater. Find the gift of compassion today. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for listening to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference.